Welcome to Fuel for Today, curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We are confident this will fuel your faith in the one who gives faith. If you have breath in your lungs, God has a plan for your life, a plan that is far better, bigger, and immensely more than anything you have ever imagined. We live in a culture where everyone is in a relentless pursuit to experience transformation overnight. We are offered formulas, pills, procedures that will transform us and make us healthier, younger, thinner, faster, stronger, more attractive, and some even offer and promise immortality. And the problem with all these things is that they don't produce a lasting effect and often you're just spending a ton of money and it doesn't bring you closer to your result of looking better or feeling better or being better. So we we, we buy into this lie that we're going to experience transformation if we go on this vacation or if we only live in this zip code, then our life is going to be complete. Or if I only drive this car, then all my problems will go away. Or if I only have this um, amount of money or if my bank account looks like a phone number, then I've crushed it. I'm succeeding in life. The problem is that many of us listening are, have experienced some level of success. And when we got to the promised land, quote unquote, we say, well, we've been there and it's okay. It's not all that it was promised for us to be. Well, what if I was to tell you that there's something that can transform you. There's something that can ultimately provide you with satisfaction and pleasure that you desperately crave, but you cannot find anywhere. What if I told you that what I'm talking about is not too far off, that it's something that you can actually begin today? What if I told you that what I'm describing and what I want to talk to you about, it would transform your personal life, your family, your community, your children, your work, your business? Are you intrigued yet? I want to talk to you about a text that's written in the Gospel of Mark. And this is a story of transfiguration. This is when Peter, James, and John, they go up to the mountain of transfiguration with Jesus. And this is this epic story where they're on the mountaintop and God is going to speak to them and they won't die in his presence. And this is a story where Jesus ultimately shows to them that he's the bridge between sinful human beings and a holy God and that he's the one that they should listen to and submit to. So it's an incredible epic story of transformation. And this literally, this is what the word means. So when we talk about the mountain of transfiguration, this word transfigure, it means to change. The point is that when we come into the presence of God, we are going to change. We're going to change and it's going to be lasting change. So Jesus was changed on the mountain to show us that we can be changed by him. And on the mountain, this is a specific place where change takes place. And the mountain is the place of worship. Now, I want to ask you a question. Has there ever been a moment in your life when somebody told you about an amazing restaurant that you should visit. They told you that the food there is incredible. 
and that you must absolutely eat there. And you listened to all this information that they gave you and you're like, okay, great. I, 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 I totally am stoked about visiting this restaurant. And then you finally go to this place and it's just incredible. The food is amazing. The service is amazing. The ambiance is incredible. Just everything is right. Everybody just crushes it from the chef to the hostess to the waiter to just the food and the appetizers and the entrees and the dessert. And you like are satisfied with the meal. You just give glory to God for giving him for for him giving you taste buds. And you're like, God, this was an amazing, incredible meal. Now, let me ask you a question. Did you get any new information when you came to the restaurant about the restaurant and about how good it was going to be? Was was this news to you that you're going to experience such a great meal in such a great atmosphere? Well, not really because your friend told you it was going to be great. So the information you had about this place, this restaurant, that it was going to be amazing before you experienced it, the information was the same. And after you experienced it, the information was the same. So what changed? What changed was that you actually partook in the meal that was being offered to you. You partook in the food, in the entree, in the dessert, in the appetizers. You partook in this incredible meal. My friends, this is exactly what worship is about. Worship is a foretaste or a precursor of what's going to happen in the future. And this is what the disciples experienced on the mountaintop, on the mountain of transfiguration. They experienced worship. They experienced the presence of the living God. How can you experience worship in your life? Well, Everybody does it differently, but there's simple, practical suggestions. You can experience worship by praying to God, by giving him all of your anxieties, all of your worries, all of your frustrations. Worshiping him might mean singing worship songs by yourself in the car when you're having a difficult day. Worshiping him might be reading the Bible or a devotional with your spouse every morning. Worship is coming to church on Sunday and loving people, praying for them, hugging them, being courteous, smiling at people, being excited about being in the family of God, singing your heart out, raising your hands in worship, listening to the message, practically applying what the pastor said during uh, on Sunday t- during the week. That is what worship is. What does worship mean? It is when you ascribe something weight or value. And it's not a question of what you whether you're a worshiper or not. It's a question of what you worship. And so what the disciples experienced on the mountain is unbridled, passionate, no holds barred, all in worship. Now, this is the reason why worshiping on the mountaintop for you and for me is so incredibly important. What gives you and I strength for what we're going to experience in the valley or in the road ahead is the fact that we've experienced worship of the living God on top of the mountain. We become what we worship. So in this particular episode with the disciples. They experienced worship. They gave 
God the glory. In the moment they walked down from the mountain, they had an opportunity to do ministry where there was a a, a, a young boy who was being convulsed and had a, a demon and Jesus ultimately exercised the demon and the disciples didn't have enough faith because ultimately they were trying to do it in their own strength. But the point is that in order for us to be equipped for the valley, we must experience worship on the mountaintop. And this is where I think a lot of people get this wrong. People think, well, I just want to stay on the mountain. I just want to stay on the mountain of transfiguration. I don't want to go to the valley. But here's the thing. It is in fact in the valley where there are people who are in need of you and the reason you can serve them, the reason that you can be sacrificial with your time, money, talents, the reason that you can help other people is because you've been on the mountaintop. And so being whether you're on the mountaintop or you're going through difficult moments in the valley, that's not a tension to be resolved, but it is a rhythm to be embraced. How so? Because when you're worshiping God on the mountain and everything is going great and you're singing a great worship song or you and your spouse had the most amazing conversation or you're just getting along with your boss or your coworkers or you you just got like a huge commission check, like whatever, whatever happened and you're experiencing worship and you're experiencing the favor of God and you're giving God all the glory. And then when you go into the valley and you're like, God, I'm going through a difficult moment, but you are still good and you are meeting me amidst this tumultuous time. You are also giving glory and worship to God. Therefore, whether you're on the mountain of transfiguration, you get Jesus or you're in the valley of death. You also get Jesus. You win both places because you're with Jesus both times. So I want to encourage you to embrace the mountain. I want to encourage you to embrace the valley and know that God is not indifferent towards you and God loves you just the same in both places. And the antidote to us not experiencing lasting change is passionate, unrestrained worship of the living God. for listening to this curated audio content from Pastor Bogdan Kipko. We hope that you were encouraged and inspired by this message. Bogdan is personally convinced that whatever fills your mind fuels your life. It is his life goal to help you faithfully follow Jesus. For more information, please visit fuelforlife.tv.